Hey, Stephen, what's up? You know, if you think about it, we never really ever stop clapping during our lifetime. It's just that the time between claps get longer. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, let's start clapping for episode 10. Let's Off and wrong, go. never in doubt. Yeah. Welcome back to Off and Wrong, Never in Doubt. New Year's episode. Episode 10. Episode 10. We did our uh, Christmas episode, which if you haven't checked it out, feel free. We know that you haven't. Because there are a few people listening. Well, we're still learning on when to post these. You Don't know, post them on Christmas Day. Probably posting it at 6 o'clock Christmas evening. The evening of Christmas Day is probably not the best because yeah. no one's driving. But that's okay. Well, we hope you guys had a very happy, healthy New Year and beginning to the year and Christmas as well. So we're back. Yes. How was your holidays? Uh, it was good. We stuck around here other than the, the bowl game. Go Tigers. Ooh, good bowl um, game. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it was a week ago, so I'm already beyond all of it. It already know? feels like a blur. I know. <laughs> we're, well, we're, we're deep into January. The already. good news is that you haven't blown up 2024 yet. It's only been seven days, but this good is, job. This is true. This is true. No, all good. How about you? It was nice. I mean, for the first time in a long time, we didn't have to travel anywhere. We did uh, New Year's Eve, which we stayed up until... God, 1.30 in the morning, which was terrible the next morning when Noah yeah. came to wake us up. But we had a good time with some friends and had a good dinner. So it yeah. was nice. And uh, also on this episode, we do not have a guest. Uh, we're doing a couple different things. We're going to try to keep it again to that 30, 35 minute range. Yeah. Um, but we do have some fun ideas for guests like we talked about. So we'll be doing that in this new year. And one other thing. If you want to throw your hat in the ring to get in as a guest, make sure you email us. Yep. At the often wrong pod at gmail.com. Often wrong pod at gmail.com. Or we accept bribes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have to be hefty though. Yeah. <laughs> so. is a, there's a long waiting list. Hey, the list is long. It is distinguished. That's I, right. Uh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, anyways. Well, we do st normally start off with um, a couple of fan mails, which uh, just real quick, uh, saw my buddy Doug today at church. Uh, I technically wasn't in church. I had nursery check-in duty. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is shocking if you know me that, hey, I'd be yeah, around you get kids into that? and also get <laughs> rotated into that. But the, the the key was they only did a 14-day background check. So okay. if they did a full, days back. yeah, 14 days back. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, Doug told us that, told me that um, the two of us are just interesting enough to keep it interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's a full compliment. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, and I, actually, oddly enough, I got a text today from Jenny and Matt up in Michigan. And uh, shout out to Fenton Brewery and uh, their winery up there as well. Uh, they said that... Also still looking for sponsors. Yeah. They said that they've been listening um, to our podcast on the trips to and from Clemson. And uh, that we have some funny and witty stuff. So there you go. Okay. And then I got one interesting take. My, my buddy Martello. You know Martin over at the gym. Oh yeah. So he and not because I go. And Amber were no, hiking and they were listening to the podcast. And he turned. He said he enjoyed it, but he turned it off when we started talking about wine. Okay. So uh, so we're gonna try something new. We're gonna start to move our our wine segments to the end, so it's optional. Although you and I are doing something pretty interesting, which is gonna change today as well. We're doing dry January. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure we're not the only ones out there That's doing right. it. It's a pretty big. It's caught on yeah. over the years, and I think different people do it for different reasons. Yeah. But yeah, dry January. I've talked to a bunch of friends who are doing it. Some are doing it just to kind of clean out after the holidays. 
Some are doing it to make sure that they don't actually have an addiction problem. Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of reasons that people. Yeah, do I'm raising that. my hand right now. Oh, you can't see it. <laughs> no, it's a good reset. Um, I think uh, I, I used to do 30 days every year. It wasn't always January. Sometimes February. Um, but then COVID hit, and you just patterns. You know, you fall in patterns. So yeah. But I've got some health goals this year. So uh, the fact Kim and I are doing it, you and Grace, and then Matt, my brother-in-law, a couple others, it makes it easy. The it people does, that I normally hang out with and yeah. have a cocktail with. So. Right. How boring was it to hang out with me the other day? You and I just sitting here by ourselves. I mean, we had <laughs> less to talk about. <laughs> it was interesting. Cool. At one point, Pratt did turn to me. He goes, so I'm just going to call a spade a spade here. Like, uh, it's Friday. It's the afternoon. Kind of sucks not having a cocktail with you right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, like, you know. You know what? Yeah. Let's just throw it out there and then encourage each other on through it. So well, if you're joining us for Dry January... Good luck. Keep it up. Stay strong. It is um, good for your liver. <laughs> and we this. have and, and we have some fun. We're going to do through January mocktail recipes. Yeah. So instead um, so of today wine, at the end of the episode, we're going to have a mocktail recipe that we're trying right now. Um, and uh, so we'll we'll do that. And we're we're going to be a little different today too. I don't think we're going to talk much golf. Um, we're going to just maybe talk some some goals. And a, maybe a little dad life, but I do know that there is some unfinished business we first need to get to. There is. Let's start with this because if you guys have listened to the to the Christmas episode, I was the recipient of a wonderful Christmas gift and uh, did not bring the gift exchange gift that I was supposed to bring. So, you know, part of that was I felt guilty afterwards. And then the other part was like, you know what? We get to extend gift giving into the new year, which I really like. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I did get you this. Okay, here we go. So uh, it's wrapped. If you can't see, yeah, wow. but how well is this wrapped? Yeah, dude. I mean, I did this. Can this you tell? This is fantastic. Yeah. Well, so my I, I'm going to do this quickly because gifts. I don't want to make the listeners have to. All right, here we go. Relive the special moments reported and remember when golf. Okay, so this is the golf history through told through the Washington Post. It's a rather large leather-bound book that it is go a leather-bound my, book. Wait, it does have an inscription on the front. It, it, it where? Greatest on the bottom. One. Oh, I can't even pronounce that. On the bottom, bottom. Oh, presented to Pratt Reed. It is. Oh, my hand personalized. It's personalized. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, it's this fancy. is pretty cool. We'll take a photo of it. It's actually clip like it's a uh, copy clippings of uh, oh Bobby Jones, new Open champion. So this is golf history. June sixteenth, nineteen twenty three. Oh, this is the really Washington cool. Post. It's a hundred years of golf clippings. That is a great gift. I don't see a gift receipt here, but that's okay because it's going to be flagged because I will take it into the toilet. <laughs> Remember the Seinfeld where he's like, this book has been flagged? That's been flagged. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, gosh. Well, thank you. That's a, that's a thoughtful gift. Yes, thank you. I, I like that. I thought it could have been something weird. So. Merry Christmas. It was going to be weird, but then I pulled it back. I like that. This is more reasonable to put on a coffee table. Yep. Well, it is January and tends to be people do you know resolutions i personally don't want to go into it but i don't ever like calling them resolutions yeah you know, same. talked about this we kind of have like goals we have targets we have hurdles um you know and then i kind of work backwards to what do i need to change in my life add subtract to get to those goals and stuff so um you got any any Goals, targets, anything you want to talk about? Yeah, so usually, and I'm not going to go through all of these, but usually... Oh, please don't. <laughs> please don't. We want to be 30, 35 minutes, please. Usually, we break this out into eight different segments, right? And I won't go through all of them, but I will tell you what they are. So professional growth, nourishment, movement, mindset, community, and connection, 
restoration, surroundings, and then purpose and passion. Those are the, those are the eight things that I go into on each segment and say, this is what I want to set a goal around. But I normally just look at my wife and say, hey, what do I need to do better? <laughs> well, that's joking. way more than eight things. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to limit it to an achievable goal here. <laughs> so so um, for me, there is just some, you know, in, in terms of physicality, I want to make sure I'm moving more. I want to play golf more mm -hmm. uh, this year. And do you I want have to get some... better at golf? Because that would be a good one. Yeah, I don't exactly. So I don't just play golf more. I want to get better at golf. And um, fitness-wise, I just want to. I have a, a target number in mind that I want to get to, which part of dry January and like doing some detoxing and all this stuff yeah. will relate to that. So that'll help. And then um, for like family stuff, I have a standing date night with my wife, which we started last yeah. year, which we're going to continue on because that's really healthy for the and relationship. I sometimes, yes, and yeah. sometimes it's a you Couple know we days, like yeah. we like to do a yeah. let let's crash it. So that's that's fun. And then um, we do the family board meetings with the kids, yeah, which is every about, yeah. quarter we we take a one on one date with each kid. Yeah. So those are kind of the the big ones. Professionally, I'm looking to get on more stages, trying to speak more, mm -hmm. just to get the word out there. So that is a interesting endeavor to try to like figure out how to do that. The word about your people. the business that you do. Not, right, right. Not yeah, just yeah. like the word about our podcast because I'm sure you're wearing right. gear. Well, I mean, so there's... We got to get some merch There's word of God. There's <laughs> word about no, no, often no. wrong, never in doubt. But it's your company that you... Yeah. For business, yeah. right. So that's yeah. a professional goal for that. Yeah. And then uh, our goal for this podcast is to continue doing it. Yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. I mean, and some of you are listening, so we If the Lord uses it for something good... Then, which I know he will, but this is, like I said, it's cheaper than therapy for me. So Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I won't dive into a bunch of stuff because I don't really have a lot, but a couple of quick ones. Um, we talked about hospitality. We want to be more, you know, hospitable. Um, I had the idea and I talked to Kim last night or other night about it is, you know, making something that it's obtainable. So not every Sunday, but maybe every three or four Sundays having like the old, Sunday lunch at our house where mm. you just invite couples and families and show up if you can and bring a potluck and just build the community, that Sunday community lunch. You I like know, that. She grew up Baptist church and they used to do that kind of stuff. And I just, my grandparents in Tennessee, they always, the cousins and families all got together and neighbors. So yeah. we're going to start to try to put that on the map. I and, like that. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Um, another one is uh, I want to start to play more competition golf. You know, I used to do it a long time ago. Mm. And, um, and it's, it's not necessarily to get better at golf, but it, for me to put something on the, on the board, a target, it makes me stretch more. It makes me practice more, you know, just, it's, it's different than you and I going out and right, playing every week. Right. And now I still have fun playing, but I'd love to put a couple of, of competitions out there. Just, you know, I need short term goals, but um, I like that. That's fun. And normally I normally do something. My birthday's in May and I normally have some big physical challenge and, um, that I got really rocked last year, uh, trying to climb Mount Whitney and, uh, COVID and altitude sickness. And so, uh, you know, I've been really sitting and resting and thinking about that. And I've had, so this year is interesting. I've, I felt the need to, to think of more internal or medical health. Um, you know, and so, you know, this year while well, I'm doing the dry January, uh, Good next, start. next week I start a 21 day detox, uh, which you know about, and then I'm actually doing a 90 day gut kind of health reboot. Yep. Um, I started that two days ago. Um, all that's kind of, you know, resetting the body. And I'd love to, I'd love to pop into spring 
you know, at turning 46, feeling as healthy as I could be. Yeah. So, um, and there's a lot of things I'll be doing or not doing, um, you know, um, as we're resetting the drinking and resetting a lot of the eating habits, sleeping habits, but I will, I will, I I will, there's one thing I do want to kind of expand on that I I started, John Gordon's a a great author. Um, he's written uh, the energy bus and, you know, I can't remember training camp and some really good, he's a faith-based speaker and author, but he, and a lot of other people do this, but they do the word of the year. I'm sure you've heard of people talking about it. Oh yeah, this. sure. And I used to do it personally and also for our company. Mm-hmm. It's something that you want to focus on and work on yourself for the year, um, those type things. But it's interesting. I heard a really interesting thing the week of Christmas, and I've, I've really been kind of thinking about it a lot. Instead of just a general word of the year, um, and you might have seen this as kind of maybe going around Instagram or something, but talking about the attributes of God, mm. like picking one of the attributes of God as your word of the year, trying to shift the focus that is drawing me closer to God, not just, you know, because you want something that's improving yourself and that you're focusing on. So something that I would study and in, intentionally search for in my life in various situations throughout the year. And if you're not familiar, there's tons of you know, attributes of God, examples are love, faithfulness, you know, compassionate, gracious, wise, you know, omnipresent, holiness, those kind of things. So I've gone through a bunch and actually been praying about it a little bit. And it's, it's landed on my heart the last week. Um, even this morning, I got up before I made the decision, but I've decided my word, my attribute of God is going to be mercy mm. this year. So, oh, good. I might need some of yeah, that. Well, so, I like that about you. There's a I will of, give you opportunity to grow. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, I've, I've looked around this morning. I was thinking about my friends. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need a lot of mercy. But uh, there's a lot of different definitions, right? And used in different contexts. But in the end, mercy really has the connotation of like, you know, forgiveness, kindness, a little bit of benevolence. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I heard a sermon on this. And I can't remember, I want to give the right person credit several years ago in our church, but I know it wasn't Pastor Bill, it was a secondary pastor, but they defined mercy as love in action. Mm. And I thought that was a really good, you know, you can unpack that a lot, you know, like, um, so anyways. So my favorite quote on mercy or story about mercy, just as we're talking about it, always comes up is, um, Right, the emperor takes this thief and he's going to sentence him to death. And, you know, he's standing there with the thumb kind of mm-hmm. thing, right? And uh, the mom comes running into the middle of the arena screaming, like, show him mercy, show him mercy. And the emperor looks down and says, he does not deserve mercy. And the mom retorted immediately and said, if he deserved it, it would not be mercy. Yeah. Yeah. So I caution you with mercy because yeah. that is, it's, it's tough to give mercy to others because it's typically undeserved. So well, I don't, and I don't think <clears throat> not to go into too much, but I mean, I just look at, you know, where are your silos, you know, that you live in a, the silo of ignorance, but also I'm talking about family silo. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've got a child about to be 19 next month. JP's turning 17 this week. You know, I don't know if I showed as much grace and mercy as a young parent as I am learning now. But it doesn't mean that there's not opportunities as they're becoming young adults yep. to have that. Shelby's um, listening and going, really now? Yeah, that was exactly. the time you chose mercy. Exactly. That's good. Um, but also just uh, in, you know, our thoughts of other people's, you know, drive 
and opinion and responses and actions. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world and there's a lot, we have election year. There's just a lot of, there's a, I mean, this online and this social media and the response and, you know, I've, I don't participate in any that kind of stuff I do on social media, but not responding and all the stuff, but yeah. just the Twitter attacks and just, well, man, and now we're about to get into it, right? I mean, that's the election I mean. year, the election especially, year, I mean, it's, it brings out the absolute worst in people. So, so I feel like it's interesting. It's, it's was been put on my heart. That's all I can say. Yeah. And so I've officially made, made it done. So this will be something that I'm going to study and look for in my opportunities, you know, situations in my life. So I like that. So we don't do a, a word of the year, but we do a verse of the year. And our verse of the year is Philippians 2, 3. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Ugh, I mm. wish we'd pick something different. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be... but I'm going to throw that in your face. I'm going to make that hard on you. We are going to give each other a lot of practice in these things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what I love about it is if you're not moving forward, you're moving backward, right? So we're, we're choosing things that are difficult on purpose because... If it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. And then also, if we're trying to get closer to, you know, the the likeness of Christ, which is Christianity in general, if we're moving towards the likeness of Him, we have to do the things that He said to do, which is hard for us in our humanity, but to focus on it and to put a spotlight on it, I think. And then now we've now we've let the world know. So talk yeah. about the next level of accountability that's going to come our way, right? So we welcome it. Thank you. We welcome it in email form better than face-to-face. -face, just so Yeah, you know. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I don't know. I don't have a ton of um, dad life. I mean, we had a bunch of holiday. I have a little something, but do you have anything you want to share dad life or, you know, dad um, life? No, 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 sorry. I dad life. I mean, I think for dad life, just, you know, post-Christmas, mm -hmm. um, it was really nice for the first time to just stay and do our own traditions and not have mm -hmm. to go travel around a lot. So just the first, for the first year and 16 years of marriage, we have five of us all hanging out for Christmas, opening presents. The kids helped me cook sauce. They helped put together lasagnas. Like it was just kind of tradition yeah. type stuff, which was really cool. And then the kids just got along really well throughout the whole holiday and just spending an extra month with them off of school has been really cool. So there's a ton of moments over the last couple of weeks where it was just kind of really nice, sweet yeah. moments and some trying times, obviously, as a parent, you know, but it was, um, it was nice to not be rushed and to not have to focus on all these other things. We got to spend yeah. a lot of time with friends, got to spend a lot of time with each other and now they're back to school. Yeah. So I did something interesting this week. Uh, I had Sadie for a couple days by myself and uh, we were driving around and she said, Dad, am I allowed to listen to your podcast? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And so we listened to the Christmas podcast over two or three different car trips. Right. And it was really cute because it sparked uh, questions. But um, she also was getting on me for giving you the dogs pooping in pretty places, you know. And Why, did she want it? She <laughs> But uh, she, um, a couple things I said, you know, and that I think that the family knows. She's like, oh, I didn't know that, you know. And it was interesting. So it was, that was a, a fun dad moment. But I do have, um, I, uh, she reminded me of something this week. And I'll preface this. There's nothing wrong with horseback riding or ice skating. Let's start with that. So I don't get hate okay. mail. Okay. But uh, <laughs> mail. we had dinner and she goes, hey, dad, I think I'm going to start ice skating lessons and stuff like that. And uh, I didn't have the most 
uh, gracious response. I had to go back and apologize afterwards. But it was interesting, and here's why it was interesting to me, is because it reminded me of the fact, the power of five, the people, we are morphing into the four or five people that we surround ourselves with. Mm. And just as we go into the new year, gut check, you know, on who are we giving our time to? Because she has a friend who is awesome and it's a great little friend who has been doing this a long time and she ice skates and she performs and stuff. And um, all of a sudden now she wants to. Now, Sadie, I'm sure if you listen to this, uh, we've already had this talk. You don't even know how to rollerblade. (laughs) I got your roller skates. You can't even do that. So, you know, like I'm not saying it's not possible, but the probability is, hey, we're just interested because of your friends doing it. Right. And it's a good thing for parents to check out like who, what friends I'm sure you guys are, but what friends are you hanging out with? Oh yeah. What are their parents like? You know, recently Harper just went to go to it with a friend to go watch her horseback ride. Now that I mentioned that it was this week and the daughter fell off the horse. She was fine. Thank God. But she left the house and I looked at my wife and I was like, horseback riding? <laughs> She's just going to watch. I was like, hey, don't come back. What do you think that leads to? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And she oh. goes, did I make a mistake? And I said, time will tell yeah. <laughs> because that's an expensive uh, hobby, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's just see how it happened. And, you know, she came back. She doesn't seemingly want to ride, but oh, it is absolutely true. Last year, Sadie was hanging out with somebody and all of a sudden she's like, can I take lessons? And it's nothing wrong with that, but, you know, we're going to stay in our lane, you know? and, and Right. Um, it's, it's just, this is where we're at. So. I want them to try things, right? Yeah. Like I, I want them to go out and experience things and try things. But like, you know, maybe when we lived in Jersey was the time to learn how to ice skate and play hockey. Right. Right. Maybe not yeah. in the South. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe. Well, Sadie's, Sadie's really gotten into tennis and she's, she's moving up a level this year. And so that is a fun thing for her. So I want her to continue to focus on that. So. Oh, I would like to throw the public gauntlet down now. Okay. Right. You mentioned it last year. Yeah. Life is busy. I get it, but I also we do and, need to get out and play some tennis this year. I mean, oh, I'm game. We're we're gonna have to get out and hit. Let me tell you, after after we spar, and you're like, oh, you're not bad. I'm gonna be. I'm also left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> what? My name is Amiga Montoya. <laughs> oh also man, left-handed. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Well, let's keep moving. So. Um, this will be a short six section, but uh, we'll talk about mocktails. This week is my uh, was my turn. I will say this: uh, if you are local, which would be Bluffton, Hilton Head, this area, the uh, distillery uh, has about six awesome mocktails. Uh, my wife and I, Kim, went last night. Uh, the Waterson is my favorite. Um, but if you are doing dry dry January and still want to go out. That's a great spot. And they've yeah. got uh, their ahi tuna is really good um, as the appetizer and their jalapeno, uh, what is it, cheese spread? I mean, anyways, so, but you can also buy retail spirits there. They've got um, a couple, I, I don't know, it's, it's like a gin or vodka style. They've got a, uh, what, a ginger uh, blueberry. They've got a new grapefruit basil. There's an elderberry blueberry a, or something? Yeah, and there's a grapefruit basil and there's a cucumber something. But that's, they're also, if you're not doing dry January, yeah. get the Anita's Choice yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's a fantastic bourbon. If you are, though, yeah, I didn't know that distilling non-alcoholic spirits was really a thing until I saw yeah. Mr. Watterson doing it over at the distillery. Yeah, and I'm not sure if 
if I think they there's some that are alcoholic, and then they pull the alcohol out. But we don't. We'll go into that later. I'm um, not a scientist. But they've got a selection of retail stuff you can take, and one of them I purchased last night was this um, Kentucky seventy four spiced whiskey. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a version of uh, a much better Fireball yeah. without alcohol. So I uh, I whipped up. I kind of threw a couple of ideas together last night and this morning, um, and I whipped up a drink for us today that we have in front of us. Um, does it have a name? It does have a name. Okay. okay. It's called the Jersey Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I'll take it. It is red. It is red. So um, it is, uh, it's got, uh, we used that spice whiskey and we have ginger beer in there, uh, some lime juice, um, cherry syrup. But here's what you do. I did an ounce of cherry syrup, uh, about an ounce of lime juice, two ounces of that spiced whiskey, the Kentucky 74. I uh, shook it in a, you know, in a, in a, in a shaker over ice. And then I poured it out in a little highball. Yep. And then I poured ginger beer on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then I topped, and we'll put a photo. I topped with a couple of cherries and a lime. Garnish. Yeah, I garnished it with a lime and some cherries. Uh, I thought it is, especially for winter, I, I really like it. It's really what good. Do you it, think? it tastes like a Kentucky mule with a little bit of a cherry flavor to it. So if you've had Moscow mules, that's with vodka. Kentucky mule is typically with whiskey. And yeah, this has a really good salad. Yes, yeah, salad. Well, I'll post a photo of the drink and also of that, that whiskey. And then, so next time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it here in case you forget, uh, you're in charge of the next Moscow. Okay. Got it, um, got it, got it. All right, let's wrap it up. I, I don't know if you have a quote or aha moment or anything like that. Uh, yes. We normally wrap it up that way, go ahead. Yeah. So. It's one of my favorite quotes uh, okay. by one of my favorite authors, so C.S. Lewis. Oh, I, I love that. I just got his uh, follow-along journal. I'll have to tell you about that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah, I just ordered his whole like little box set. Oh, yeah. Right? It's got yeah. everything. So we'll talk about that too. I want to show you when we get done. But his quote is, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything is different. Mm. I just think that's a great New Year quote, right? Mm -hmm. As we move forward. And I think incrementally, we always feel like we're doing this and doing this and doing this. But if you if you feel like day by day, nothing's really like no massive yeah. changes day by day. But if you look at my life 10 years ago, mm -hmm. right, it's night and day. Yeah. So I just I love that quote by him. Yeah. It's it's especially when you're in the young stages of parenting. Um, there's a saying called the days are long, and the years are, are short. Yeah. Or quick. Because you know, you're like, oh my gosh, it's January, oh, and all of a sudden it's you know July. Then you look back, you're like, that was a whole year, but you just the days drag on. Oh, you know, you're exhausted. And, and, but the, but <laughs> this is just years, my face. The years fly by. You know, <laughs> you look tired. This is just my face. <laughs> this is now. my face. I'm now. a parent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't um, don't want to dive into this one too much, but I do love Chinese proverbs, and yeah. there's a bunch that I I save and and I use in some of my opportunities for instruction with my kids. But there's one that I like a lot that um, I think doesn't matter what age you're at is always good to, to hear. But this one says, the Chinese prophet goes this, the man who blames others has a long way to go on his journey. The man who blames himself is halfway there. Mm. And the man who, bl who blames no one has already arrived. That's good. I like that. It's, it's, it's pretty, it it's, would be fun to sit around a fire and have this mocktail and talk about that's right you know <laughs> but uh you know from the, you know from every aspect think about 
even playing golf or even in the situation with your wife or your husband, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, just the idea of, you know, there's one thing to start to take ownership. There's another thing to really, you know, not beat yourself up and, and blame no one. I think the word blame there contextualizes the entire thing, right? Because yeah. taking ownership is absolutely necessary yeah. for accountability. But yeah, ah. the difference between ownership and blaming yourself, right, kind of drills different emotions into you. So yeah, that's good. I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to unpack that. Well, Hey, we have a lot hopefully in store for 2024. Yes. Thank you guys for listening to this little episode, kicking off the new year. We're almost to a thousand listeners share. Yeah. Share, Please, subscribe, subscribe, let your friend know that, yeah. you know, they can listen to us in the car too. And absolutely. And happy new year to you. Happy new year. See ya. All right.